Welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 37 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. I've listened to all of these songs multiple times before. And as always, I am your co-host, Mira, and I'm listening to all of these songs for the very first time. I just want to open the show by saying, um that Morrissey is a piece of shit. Like, he he sucks as a person. We all know this. We've all heard about this. That being said, when he said, I was looking for a job and then I found the job and heaven knows I'm miserable now. Yeah. You, you gotta feel that a little bit, don't you? You gotta feel that. What about when he said, um... What is it? When are you? Um... <laughs> oh, my favorite lyric of yeah, all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, there's a club. If you want Thank to you. go, you could meet somebody who really loves you. And, and you go and you stand on your own. And you cry on your own. And you go home. You go. You go home and you cry and you want to die. It's something to that. It's effect. something to that effect. Um, yeah, that's a bad lyric, and I've always hated it. I don't know why I was thinking about the Smiths. Probably because I had a bad day at work. Um, <laughs> we both did. You were in a five-hour meeting. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was. It was shorter than that. Um, but it was long. Um, I had. Uh, I had some explanations about stuff. You know, had to watch a little presentation and all that. Oh God! So. Yeah, I love watching presentations. I would love to watch a presentation of some Eurovision songs. Well, you already know, because that's exactly what we do on the I podcast. was looking forward to exactly this all day. Just us, two Vino Blancos, ice cubes in them because they're not that good. Um, you can dilute the wine. You can dilute the wine. When it's shit, you can dilute the wine. Don't tell Here's the, my don't life tell hack. The French or I don't know what. Where is this wine from? I don't know. I let's don't, get out the bottle. Let's get out the bottle. Let's get, let's, let's, this is welcome to wine talk. What? Welcome to wine talk, everybody. Welcome white, to welcome to white wine. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. Bring out the bottle. Oh, well, well, well. We are drinking Doppio Paso. Um, from Sicilia. From Sicilia. Yeah, I didn't look at the bottle. I looked at the sign that said two for one. This, yeah, valid. This is a typical Sicilian white wine that boasts a wild freshness and richness of flavor. Perfect with antipasti, fish, and poultry. Also a pleasure on its own. Citation Citation fucking needed. Uh, well, my dear boy, slap the bottle, uh, you're going back in the fridge. Love a screw top. Take me to Europe, babe. Where, where are we going next? Well, see, it's a bit of a challenge, because I don't, I don't really know at this point what, like, the next logical step is on our, uh, on our pan-European journey. Okay. Um. You have your themes, yeah, though. Yeah, I got themes. I, I will just say, I've been, um... I have gone to acting class um, for the past 20 years. Of your life. Um, and, you know, by now it's no longer really an acting class. It's sort of directing and I'm, I'm there working on, like, a play with students of, like, you know, new acting students who 
are uh, amateurs, obviously, but we're putting together uh, a thing. Um, and my, you know, my my former acting teacher, now my, te- you know, teacher, um, asked me because you know she has she has children who she now loves watching Eurovision with. Of course, uh, she asked me what was good this year. She was like, "Oh, do we know all the songs yet? Have you heard them all?" And I was like, "Yes, of course." She's like, "What's gonna win?" And I was like, "Well, that's a shitty question to lead with." But like, I was like, "Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess maybe this is this is something I can show you what's gonna win." And then after that, she's like, "But what do you like?" I was like, "Okay, well, I kind of like this." And then she was like, "But what do you think is bad?" I was like, I don't like that question very much. She can just listen to the podcast and find out. Yeah, but maybe I just, subs- subscribe to our Kofi. Like, come I'm on. I'm just saying in general. Like, I don't really like the question of what do you think the worst thing is. I had an answer, of course, but I just don't like leading with that. Ah, uh, but do I want to hear the worst thing now today? Well, you see. I, I'm, of course, bringing this up uh, because I tweeted about it earlier uh, today. Um, right, and I'm not allowed to look at your tweets. No, um, and I, you know, I don't I don't actually listen to a lot of other Eurovision podcasts because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much bleed into this show. We want to keep it pure and, uh, yeah. you know. Which is why you have sent me multiple Discord messages saying, don't look at my tweets, don't like them. Yeah, so I can send you my tweets when I tweet them. That apparently on, like, you know, BBC's Eurovision podcast, they did ask the question of some guests of, like, what do you think the worst song is? And people, um, I think correctly were like, hey, maybe that's not the question you should be asking on, like, an official Eurovision podcast. Yeah, I don't... You can lead with, like, oh, what's your favorite? And that's, like, fine. But maybe just don't highlight what you don't like. I thought it was already pretty scandalous that, um... Someone asked Nikki Tutorials that a year after. Yeah, but that was like on she her was own like, channel, I don't right? Like that one. Yeah, that was on her own channel. She did like a AMA or a Q and A, whatever, on her channel. Yeah. On her channel, and someone was like, what, "What was your least favorite song?" And she didn't like the punk. It was song? dark side. It was dark side. She didn't Finland. like. Yeah, yeah, and she was correct. Yeah, but that was, like, a song that was, like, generally pretty well regarded and that did well. So I don't think it's, like, that bad of an opinion to have. No, I... When you say that, like, the worst song is a song that not a lot of people like, then I'm like, well, what is... This is just dumping on the song. I'm also just saying that because we are a Peaked Jacks Apologist podcast and I will not let people say that it's the worst song this year. What?! No, we've we've had a worse song yeah, on the podcast. But by what standards? Ours. M- mine. I'm correct. All of you listeners need to get that into your skulls when you listen to this podcast and I have a pin- an opinion that you don't necessarily agree with. What you need to understand is that I am right. <laughs> <laughs> But so that's kind of why I come up with themes that I divide these songs into. Um, it's so that, you know, it's a little random which ones I show you. Right. Um, and I'm, you know, we're at a point, we've listened to nine songs, where now I'm like, okay, after this episode, we'll be a third of the way through. Oh, wow, it's going so fast. So I'm like, is this the time for X song? Is this the time for this? Is this the time for that? And I think I need to, like, maybe step back from that and really 
really leave it up to chance. I think that this is around the point, like a third of the way through in last season, that I was subjected to give that wolf a banana. Okay. And it became so fucking popular sh- after the show. Yeah, like, no, it, it was... Would, we watched Big Five Quiz of the, sh- of the Year every year. Yeah. And they fucking had those men on... And everyone was like, haha, yay, I love this song. And I wanted to throw an axe you know at what? Jimmy Carr's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying, oh, it's peak Eurovision. It's not! <laughs> you know what's... It's Jimmy Carr's laugh. <laughs> Very good. You know what's peak Eurovision? Fucking monster like me. All right, well, you've just named a couple of Norwegian things, so how about we take it over there? Let's take it to Norway. Because, uh, I mean, in Norway's national final, um, Subwoofer did take their masks off. I don't care. Um, I bet they were just some guys. Revealing that they were, in fact, two people whose names I don't know and don't care to know. So, <laughs> like, I could right now tell you just two random people's names, and you would believe me. And I would believe me, because I don't know who those people were, and I never will. It's like Lex Luthor taking off the Flash's mask. Absolutely. Exactly that. I think I tweeted that. <laughs> it's like that scene where you just, like, you take the mask off and you're like, I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Not only that, somehow those were, like, the identities of the people, like, they had been guests from the start. People already knew last year that it was these two guys. So, like, they did make a joke about, like, it's the worst kept secret. But <sighs> it, it, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. And I did not watch the documentary about Subwoofer that was I, uploaded onto the Eurovision channel because I do not give a shit. You have to stop it <laughs> with these <laughs> lies. There is no documentary. You're just fucking with me. Like, Please. You're just joking. Please. But as far as we can tell, there is no documentary about Norway's entry entrant uh, for this year. Okay. Who, or at least, who, like, who at, are you know, at most, she's making, you know, little vlogs of, like, my journey to Eurovision. My journey to Eurovision. And that's fine. I love doing the automatic TikTok voice. You're, 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 it you is ex- nail the, the cadence, yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, Life hack! <laughs> If your wine isn't very good, you can add an ice cube to it. It will water it down and make it taste not as bad. (laughs) I love doing it. I would like uh, for today's theme then to be, she came for blood. Okay. Yes. Um, And, you know, it remains to be seen if that's the right descriptor for the theme. Um, I just kind of threw some words at these three songs and that stuck for me. So let's just, you know, keep in mind, these are, uh, we're going to listen to three uh, powerful women Mm -hmm. today Mm -hmm. who are um, perhaps a little bit threatening or asserting at least um, their desire to be so. Please tell me Hurricane is back. Can't. I can't tell you that. Though they did participate in the Serbian national final. But when I say that, I mean that it is the new lineup of Hurricane because the old girls... No! No! No, it's not worth it anymore. Then. And they did not. And I'm sorry. I am. I am. We're gonna get to Norway, but I have to say that the new lineup of Sir, of of Hurricane does not match the 
frankly frightening sexual energy of the original group. And I don't, and and I don't care like, about them anymore. It's so the sad. Then. I don't see the point. If then. I'm not a little scared, if I don't want to be bored by Hurricane, then I don't want to see hor- Hurricane. It's not Hurricane. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dr. Freud. Well, let's take it to Norway, where Alessandra reigns supreme, because she won the Melody Grand Prix with Queen of Kings. Okay, Queen of Kings. That's right. The Woman King. Uh-huh. Um, Viola Davies. Viola Davies. <laughs> Word association. Keep it going. Is it not a bad title for a movie? The Woman King? Yeah. <laughs> I might, I'm like... I saw it, the trailer and I was like, this looks interesting, but I can't point? get myself to I'm go saying, watch... Like, is it the point that it's like not the word queen because that is... But, but the Woman King? I don't know. Is that like the point? Are we supposed to go, that's odd? That's an odd turn of phrase. What's that about? I don't know enough about this movie to keep this joke going. <laughs> I, I've seen the trailer. It looked pretty good. So if you I were like ho- John Boyega a if lot. If you were hoping for more Woman King jokes, you should go look for a different podcast. Because on this podcast, we listen to Norway's entry for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. It's called Queen of Kings, and this is Alessandra. Bodysuits look like now? Is that what the kids are wearing? I don't think the kids. <laughs> I don't think this is, uh, you know, streetwear. I don't know. It's. It's just inappropriate, this isn't one, it? I'm gonna say it this feels one, a little much. This one does feel a little like. Are you. Are you. Are you sure? Are, and I'm. The thing about it is, I don't think I've heard anyone else talk about it. So I feel, I feel inappropriate even pointing attention to it. I know. But. It has to be so tightly taped down everything. But I'm just saying like. Underneath that. You know, I said this when it was happening in the national final. And you may remember that like I gasped in shock. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, I I can't show you this because I think the odds are pretty big of it winning. But you were like, I want to, I want to see. Well, now you can see what I meant. It, it's just a little, it. I'm not saying it's risque, like she's dressed, but I'm just it was is it supposed to Is it supposed to be out like that? Do you want and I'm sorry if if we're dancing around the issue here. Um but it's just strange to me. I'm not saying yeah. that you can't have your pussy out at Eurovision. Okay. I, I'm the biggest advocate of genitals at Eurovision. Sure. Famously I just don't know if that's the intent. It's just that I saw this performance start on that fateful Saturday, and I thought to myself, "Oh no, she's gonna be dancing in like a few in she's, like half yeah, a minute." Yeah, you don't want to see her dance. I was like, "Oh no, she's gonna be dancing in like fear. thirty seconds," because this is just like her doing the intro, and then you're just like, "Oh no, she's gonna be dancing!" Like, is that's why I said it has to be so like taped down. It has to be waxed smooth and taped, glued and shut. I, like, this, like I, I said this, I think last year and maybe even the year before that, like 
you know, leotards are like a big thing. Getting in like, thinner and higher yeah, on the front. Like a big thing in like you know stage wear. Chanel last year. I mean, yeah, we all <laughs> But I think like the main focus of that one was you know booty the hypnotic. Ass. The booty hypnotic make you want more, and it did. And that's like, it's about that. It's a point, and you're supposed to focus on it. This is about she who is the queen of the kings. I want to know. Can you tell me how old this girl is? Good question. Alessandra Mele, born in Italy. Um, hey. Cheers. Cheers for shit wine. I've um, had good Italian wine. Was born in 2002, so I'm assuming she is 21. Okay. I would I would have I would have begged her for 18, honestly, which I don't think there's that big of a difference between 21 and 18. It's I really think there is. But like I think you there can do a lot of you can do a lot of growing and training and like stuff in those years. Yeah. Obviously. When you're a performer, Something about this rubbed me the wrong way. The song, amazing. No notes. Sure. The song, fantastic. I think she is too young and too Norwegian to be screaming in black. Oh, I don't know if I have an issue with that. I... I don't think it's quite screaming in black. Because screaming in black, you know, it implies mourning, right? This is black and gold. Yeah. This is very... This is royal. And, like, I... What I what I like about it, and that's not necessarily to do with the performance, is that I didn't realize that there were no LED screens at the Melody Grand Prix. Oh, that's fun. I love that. But I like I think this act looks complete. Tight. And tight. Like her Sure. Yeah. And then like earlier this week, I just saw someone say like you know, uh NRK did a great job with the show not having LED screens, but like, you know, they were clearly on a tighter budget. And I was like, wait, I didn't realize there were no there were no LEDs at all, because this just looks really tight. Um so I'm you know, I find that very impressive. I think it's it's a good show. I think the choreography or like, you know, whatever's happening on stage is arresting. Yeah. I think like her movements, like it all flows very well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm just not fully convinced by her as a performer. I think you can hear a little bit of inexperience. Um and I think she a lack of she of didn't come into control, the maybe? she didn't come into the competition with the idea of like, oh, I'm going to win this. Right. You know? I'm curious to see the music video to, tomorrow. Yes, it's like I a am more curious. polished sound. But that being said, her name it is she. Her name do be kind of she though. It do be kind of she though. It's a good song. It's very... It's, it's very I mean, Eurovision... It's a, a, a sea shanty or a she shanty. A she shanty. I mean, yeah. And I think Norway is kind of the only country that is... Iceland, maybe. I believe it was Denmark that sent uh, Higher Ground. Is Vi- Higher Ground a sea shanty? Well, it's, it's definitely a Viking song. It's a Viking song, but Viking songs aren't necessarily it def- sea shanties. It, it definitely has more of a, like, rowing... Uh, sort of rhythm than like a hoisting the hoisting yeah. the flag. Yeah. Let's wave the banner. No, it's about surrendering. Higher ground rules, dude. Higher ground is fantastic. Anyway, I just love when countries <laughs> show their culture. <laughs> yeah. Like here. No. <laughs> no. I I think I don't know. You just said only Norway can send a sea shanty. But is this a she-shanty? She this is a she-shanty. It's about a pirate queen, isn't it? You just said that. 
Yeah, but sea shanties need like a, a call and response, don't they? A little bit. Right. Well, there was another uh, entry in the Norwegian selection that you know had the had the cadence of a sea shanty, oh. where it was just like, is this is this is this like the thing in Norway right now? How big was that viral sea Wellerman? shanty? The Wellerman. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't have a call and response. No, but it was like it went viral on TikTok for like duetting it and. Yeah, I remember when that first started happening, I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) I love this. This is fantastic. And then like a week later, I was like, please stop. And then after that, you realize, oh, this is how TikTok works. I think that was one of the first times where I was like, oh, this is like how TikTok works. This is kind of cute. And then everyone was doing. And then it was on the radio. I was like, okay. Oh. Um, I'm not sure how this did on TikTok, but like I said, she didn't come into the selection with the idea of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this. However, this instantly became like extremely, uh, extremely often streamed uh, in the weeks be- since the Fuck heat yeah. and the final. Um, so that like, you know, this was the top Spotify song by the time the final happened so at that in that night it was kind of like i mean she probably will win but it might just be spotify and like viral stuff and not necessarily like people will vote for it but in the end like yes yes it it, it, this was the one i love it i love it i can't wait to see it on stage in eurovision when she has like really worked on her performance i do like watching her though she is very Oh, that's the wrong word. Precocious? She's really cute. She's really cute. Which, maybe which, that's the mismatch in my it, head a little like, bit. This is a really like, you know, powerful diva song. Like you're you're hearing you're here it and you're like, yeah, she's coming here for blood, right? Yeah, like I wanna see Ira Lasco do this. I don't I don't think that's Ira's Ira's bag either. Or oh my god, I forgot her name. Who's mommy? What mommy? There's so many mommies. <laughs> The the mommy. Oh my god. Valentina. What are you talking about? Valentina Manetta. <laughs> Under no circumstances. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's that. Like she's got a very, you know, she's got a very cute face. She's got she's got the buckle fat that we all love looking at. Don't remove your buckle fat, everybody. <laughs> I, it was gonna come up at some point, so it may as well be now. I love I love her face. She's she's adorable, and I love and, and you know and she's obviously sexy as well. Obviously, because like she's wearing what she's wearing, and she wears it. Yeah, she doesn't look bad in it. So like obviously, right? Me saying like, oh, she's cute is not like sexy we, people can be cute. We started off this segment by talking about her body for like three minutes before we talked about the song. Oops, sorry, Alessandra. But the song is good. But it's good. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I'm like, yeah, this is a Eurovision song for me. Absolutely. This is going to be in the top 250 at New Year, like, 10 years from now, and we're just going to be, like, feeling it. Like, it's going to be stuck in my head immediately like after this do you think that she is like the biological like the name on her passport do you think that she is like when you say her name is she is that like the 
Or is that just like we don't actually know who she is? We just call like I don't she know. the pirate. Like we like, don't know her name. It's just like yeah, her name as far as we're concerned is she. Exactly. I'm for our next D and D campaign. I am gonna be playing this, a like, swashbuckler, a swashbuckler rogue. Like whose name is she? Queen of the Kings. Not yet. At the end of the campaign. That's the goal to be. That's the goal the yeah. to be Queen of the Kings. And I wish you all the luck. Isn't with it. pirate kings? Like a One Piece thing? I have not Isn't seen... that like Why a... are you asking me that? I don't watch anime and I definitely haven't seen One Piece. I haven't <laughs> seen any pieces. <laughs> pieces of Eight are a pirate thing. Are they? What's Pieces of Eight? Our next song... <laughs> okay, give it to me. What's the next song? <laughs> pieces of Eight are like... It's like coins. It's like, it's like gold pieces. Oh, I've never heard that. It's in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies too, for sure. Oh, Pirate King is a Pirates of the Caribbean thing because at some point Elizabeth becomes the Pirate King. The Woman King? <laughs> Full circle. Next song. Uh, speaking of Woman Kings, why don't we go to one of our big five? And in fact, why don't we go to two of our big five? I stuffed them in this category together. We've just uh, come from Norway, where Italian-born Alessandra fucking... (laughs) Italian Borat. What does that sound like? (laughs) Madame Borat. (laughs) It's me, Boradio. Boradio, hey! Shut up in your face, I'm my wife. You were saying. Well, we've just come from Norway where Italian-born Alessandra uh, sang Queen of Kings. We are drinking an Italian wine. Um, but would you would you rather um, have a French or a Spanish wine? <laughs> if you could choose any other wine to be drinking, would you prefer it be French or Spanish? Oh, God. I feel like Spanish wine. I don't know anything about wine. I feel like a Spanish wine should be a red. Yeah. I feel like I only really want to drink a Spanish wine when it's a red. Is that crazy? I, I feel like white Spanish wines are often sweet, but this one is too sweet. I don't like sweet whites. Mm. <laughs> you don't like sweet whites? I, this is the most we've ever talked about wine between the two of us. We usually, we are not connoisseurs. You just like swirl it around the glass and go, I like when it tastes like grape. <laughs> Let's sail across that wine-dark sea and go to Spain, um, winning the national selection in Spain, the Benidorm Fest, was Blanca Paloma. Hey, Blanca! Blanca again for Blanca for Blanca. Full circle. We're going going crazy on this one. And Blanca Paloma is singing... (laughs) Is that actually the name of the song? The name of the song is... Do, 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 do. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. Let's watch that winning performance from Spain. drinking is she eating has she come for blood i want her to stab me like with a lance i want her 
to like be coming at me on a horse and I'm like in the middle of a field. Sure. And she has like the long lance. Right. Don't like, ja- like style. N- not like jousting, you know? Joust from Norway? Shut up. No. And she's just coming at me from across the field sure. and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> she's gonna stab me. And like trying to get away but there's no running from her on her horse. She's so angry. Yeah. And um, she uh, has murder in her yeah, eyes. Yeah, I'm falling, I'm falling. Um, and then she stabs me and I'm just gushing blood yeah, in right. this field. Um, and she is like on top of her horse and my blood is like well, no, no, no. She she keeps the the jousting lance in my body, yeah. right? It's I'm like pinned to the ground. This is always my fantasy. I always want this to happen. I'm like pinned to the ground mm-hmm. by the joust it's in my stomach, and she's just looking down at me from on top of her huge white horse. A white. It is a white horse. Yeah, of course. Um, but like you know that gray white, not like a pristine white, like a huge fucking terrifying white okay, but horse. It's a big horse. It's a big horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's just looking down at me on from top of that horse like you've deserved this and i'm like yes queen that's my fantasy watching this and i think it's quite relatable to many people yeah i mean i think that tracks and i think that just about like summarizes yeah what needs to be said um no what does deserve to be said is that this is one of the best outfits i've seen in eurovision it's like ever yeah i genuinely think like it's that deserves to be said. This is a so great, good. great look. This, the white snakeskin pants yes. that are not, like, fitting to her waist, that, like, flare out a bit at the waist. Divine. The harness with, like, the heart-shaped, not corset, but it's just, like, a... Like a bodice like a, sort of thing? No, it's not a bodice. It's genuinely just, like, a front. Yeah, but that's see, like taped I will, onto I her say, fucking shoulder pad. As, the shoulder pad is brilliant. Gorgeous. As much like leotards are a trend and have been, but I feel like the the, the like half front out it's also a trend in a weird way. Right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's new and it's happening. But and this is happening to me. Um, but this is in particular like a a deliberate stage outfit. Yeah. This is a dramatic look that doesn't work for any song and any performance. But it works for this But it one. works very well here. To quote the great TV show Succession, she looks like a matador and everyone wants to fuck her. Yeah, alright. One of the few um, participants in the Spanish national final not dressed head-to-toe in PVC. So... <laughs> what? I don't know. That seemed like a trend. Everyone was wearing these, like, plastic-ass clothes. I... Oh, not, like, tubes. <laughs> no, like, like you know, like, yeah. raincoats, but, like, uh, weird material. Wear like... a breathable... So I guess she's in leather, and it's probably not real leather, but leather. Leather. It's probably not real leather, but she is wearing, like... The white leather pants that can't be very breathable, but she makes up for it by, you know, having an open back, it's which so really... Good. It's so oh, good. God, it's divine. Divine. Yeah, that's it. The, it. It's divine. And when she does, like, you know, the archer... Oh, my brilliant. God. Like, I'm just like, oh, I love seeing it. You love to see it. I mean, with the archer, I am like, no, I don't want you to shoot me. I want you to chase well, me down on a horse. I thought the metaphor seemed so odd, where I was like, but she was... She's an archer. 
Uh, I don't think she is. I want her on stage with one of those super fucking long jousting lances. Mm. <laughs> I want a full jousting match to happen on the Eurovision stage. Is that too much to ask? Don't the Americans have like those medieval times restaurants where you can have a meal and watch a jousting match? They figured it out. Like, that's what I would like to experience. Not at a restaurant, but definitely at Eurovision. I hope this goes through to the final. It probably will. It's Spain. They're already in the final. Oh, it's Spain. You're right. <laughs> um, I hope it does well in that case. I mean, yeah, I... I... Oh, they're already in the final. That means I only get to see it once. Yeah, but you can watch it as many times as you want. Is she coming to... Eurovision Live in she, Amsterdam? She sure is coming to Eurovision in concert. Oh! I, that, that is your first, like, really, really excited, you know, reaction on, on that front, right? Like, your first thing that you're, like, kind of... Yeah, I wasn't 100% on Eurovision in concert, <laughs> to be honest. Your first thing that you're really looking forward to. But just in general, I think, like, in terms of reactions to songs, this is the first one that I feel like that you're fully in on. I'm fully in, yeah. Yeah, I... I, you know, I found the song a little challenging at first. But... When it begins, it's a little like, oh, it's just going to be a lot of... But I think there's but... such, yeah, there's such strong theatrics. Yeah, she gets away with it. Also, her voice it's is so good. out of this world. Yeah, 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 yeah. To like... contrast with Alessandra, who we yeah. were like... There's a bit of a breath control issue. Yeah. Because Alessandra's dancing a lot more, right? Like, yeah, she's she... moving a lot more. It is challenging. And she does get to the whistle note. She does the whistle note. I'm not, but, and, I'm not and, saying and, she's and not Bl a good Blanca singer. Blanca Paloma's movements are much more controlled. Um, it's much more God, about... it's like, so fucking hot. <laughs> it's much more about forming, like, stage images with the, with the backup uh, clappers and dancers. Um, in that sort of like very dramatic new flamenco style of mm. like, you know, forming a beautiful stage image and like doing very controlled movements. It's like, it's very stagey and I really do appreciate that. I'm like, yeah, this has theatrics. Um, Thank you, Spain. Thank you, Spain, yeah, for doing wonderful. this for me. Um, um, I mean, it's so wonderful that I feel like we sort of like say what we have to say because when it's positive, it's kind of like, yeah, this is great. Um, want to be killed by her. Um, in a field she's on a horse if her horse like trampled me that would also be good if I got trampled by her horse mm. I'm still on the jousting lance the jousting lance is, is a good image but horse big part of it can you have a horse on this Eurovision stage I know you can't have a wolf but she can you can't have animals period <laughs> why would there be a difference between a wolf and a horse Horses are domesticated. Wolves can be domesticated. That's a dog, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like if you dress up a husky, everyone will be like, That's You can't a have a husky at Eurovision. They're going to start singing along. Gonna, right. And they're going to be like, is that a wolf? You'll be like, no, it's a husky. You'll be like, is that a horse? You'll be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she can bring a horse on. And I don't think she needs a horse. She just needs herself, her voice. A horse? <laughs> And those backup vocalists. I love the color palette. Beautiful. Dark red and white and, you know, dark background. Very, like, 
It's just evoking really a heart shape without actually using a heart it's shape. Really and I've striking. been really into hearts lately. I know they've been very fashionable, but I'm I'm really into it. The like hearts cartoon hearts yeah. everywhere recently yeah, yeah, yeah. and i've been loving that and i'm loving this this love is it. uh we love blanca uh step on me queen all right who's the next well let's let's take it to another one of our big five another automatic qualifier then because this one is coming to us from la grande france mind you i just got a 400 day streak in Duolingo for French. And I my French is still shit. Take that, owl. You little fucking owl. You little fucking owl. Take that. I didn't learn you, nothing. I didn't learn anything. Um <laughs> I learned what celui-ci and celui-sa was for the first time ever, which is weird because I had French for years in school and I don't remember ever learning about that. So I think my French is and you know I gotta be fair to the owl. My French is a little you, bit better. Do you gotta be fair to the owl? Owl's making me think about learning French every day. That's fair. That is that is being fair to the owl. Yeah. No, and you have been doing a good job. I mean, your French does seem to be improving. It is improving. And if it weren't for the Duolingo ads, I never would have downloaded Merge Mansion. And now I play Merge Mansion for That's a minimum right, of an hour every day. We tricked you. This is a Merge Mansion podcast. What's Grandma's Secret? What is Grandma's Secret? Has anyone seen the Merge Mansion ads? Everyone, babe, everyone has seen the Merge okay. They got Pedro Pascal to be in a Merge Mansion I ad. haven't seen that one. Um, no, buddy, they don't even let you go in the mansion. What are you talking about? Well, then what are you merging for? You're just on, like, the mansion grounds. They don't let you in How the mansion. How many levels until you get into the mansion? I'm at... Nobody gets in the mansion. How do you merge into the mansion to find out Grandma's secret? That's what they put in the ad. Yeah, the story doesn't exist. What's the story, though? There Why are isn't you merging? One. It's like... This is not a merge man... This is not sponsored by Merge Mansion. Can... This is how they get you. They get you to do viral marketing on your Tin Pot podcast. I know. This is... If someone at Merge Mansion wants to pay me, I'll fucking shell out. Yeah, if someone... Because I genuinely kind of enjoy the game. If someone here listening to the podcast, if, if one of our listeners happens to work for whichever mobile game company makes Merge Mansion, or to be fair, any of the other mobile games... We'll sponsor you. Just, just. We won't sponsor you. No, sorry. You sponsor uh, us. We'll we don't have any we'll money. Advertise you. That's what I mean. We'll, we'll let you sponsor us. We'll, oh my god! We'll yeah, I will read. absolutely. Like I, I won't ad read for HelloFresh, but I saying, would absolutely ad read read for Merge Mansion. I'll, I'll even do an ad read for Raid Shadow Legends if I have to. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> they got the money. You've got the money. You can throw some our way. So, hey, NordVPN. <laughs> hey, NordVPN, if you want to watch national finals that are geo-blocked, then you oh! need a VPN. Oh! Don't give it away for free! But this is some French content that you get to watch for free uh, no matter where you are 
in the internet space. What? In, the, in Europe. In Europe. Um, because representing France for this year's Eurovision Song Contest is La Zara. <laughs> that viral video oh yeah baby yeah, yeah. content en chantant la grande france is lazara with évidemment évidemment i know what that means it means naturally obviously obviously yeah obviously it means that obviously évidemment let's watch evidently exactly Let's give it a watch then, shall Let's we? Give it a watch. For France, Lazara and Evidemment. A chanter la grande France. C'est toujours faux, pour être vrai. Mais c'est jamais trop laid pour être faux. Evidemment, elle ne sera plus jamais la même. Cette fille d'avant, évidemment. Waist, snatched, titty, big, song, good, hotel, you gotta sponsor us four first. Doctor? Doctor? Zhivago. Um, it's good, right? That is exactly how I feel about it. You've, you've nailed it right away, my first reaction, and still my reaction to it is, it's good, right? Right? Where I'm like, okay, this is good? There, yeah. I, this is a tough one, because it's know. like, I'm, I'm, looking I'm to watching you. I'm it. I'm to you for this one. I'm watching it. And I think this is good. So why am I not enjoying it that much? And why is that? Yeah, let's let's try and figure it out, I suppose, maybe. I don't know. I think um, my monkey brain wants more movement. She is doing a dance song in a floor-length wiggle dress. Yeah. Um, She cannot move in it. She's just wiggling around. (laughs) Um, Which I'm sure, like, is supposed to make her look classier. But it's just kind of like yeah, I think making it I, not that fun to watch. I think it's interesting how we've got She's like, not having fun. We've that's got, it. Yeah, we've got like a sort of gradient of um, of movement and of presence and of like staginess in the three songs here, right? Yeah. Like we've got the, the very calculated movements. I mean, I guess like both both Queen of Kings and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, uh, are very calculated because you know choreography very chore- is yeah. very choreography, um, and there is some choreography here, but it's you but know, I it's think a music co- video, yeah. And, and I do appreciate the sort of we're just going to do a music video that's her singing because this isn't going to be it, right? I, I appreciate right. that aspect of it where it's like this is just her in front of like you know LED robot legs, yeah, just no. kind of kind of yeah kind of shimmying um yeah i feel like the choreography here yeah the choreography is what camera she's looking at it's not how she's moving um and i don't love that it's shot like you know like a performance that isn't you know fully staged yet except it's not a performance it's 
performing to the song, right? Like it's yeah, it's it's not a natural performance that is like logically downsized, where it's like, oh, this is just us introducing the song. Uh, this is Tom Leap singing "The Best in Me" from the Eiffel Tower. This is um, I forgot about that one. Yeah, um, it's not that. This is her in like a dark studio. Yeah, there's there's something lacking that I'm like that could still come in. I just feel like this is not the complete package, and I am not seeing it yet. Yeah. But I do want to judge it on what I've just seen, and it's like, well, what do I, what do I do with that? I think this isn't the Eiffel Tower. This is a poster of the Eiffel Tower with the word Paris in a cursive font printed right, okay, well, on it. That's most of the that's most of the times that France has shown the Eiffel Tower. It's that though. Yeah, exactly. It's not good. This okay. is the. I don't know. It's. Yeah, I feel like this is made by people whose idea of class is an Audrey Hepburn poster. Okay, you're and it's just yeah, yeah. not authentically classy. It's not as classy as you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe. Our... Spain? Epitome of class. I think poss- possibly the hot take for the episode would be both of us saying that, like. It's not that good, actually. It's not that good, um, which isn't even really a hot take. I don't know. Some people do seem to like it, and I, I, and I can't say that I don't get it. I, I can't say that I don't understand what there is to like. It's, it's a, it, you know, it's. I can see why. It's a big titty lady singing an okay song. You're allowed to like it. I can't be mad about that, and I wouldn't be because I don't think it's not good. It's it's good, right? It's good, right? Ooh. It's a real it's a real weird one. This is a stinker for me. Like not a stinker as in bad stinky song, but like I'm smelling it and I'm like do I hate this smell or not? It's like I could absolutely enjoy it, but I don't think I've been like, hmm, this song I can't stop thinking about. This song I gotta hear. At no point, no, never. At no. no point in the season have I been like, "Oh, France, gotta, gotta listen to that one." It sort of goes by a little unnoticed to the point where, like, I don't know. You know, sometimes, and that's just me. You know, you'll watch someone's video where they rank their thirty-seven songs because it's bad content. But you gotta watch YouTube videos, and you watch the rest of them. Yeah. You've watched every other video on YouTube. Except... I've watched every single YouTube video. It's so annoying. Ex- I don't have anything to watch. Except for ESC fan twelve twelve seventeen. Or yeah, but I'm not even allowed to watch those. And then you're just like, okay, they're they're top 37. Well, if you're not allowed to watch that, you should watch um, someone's top 37 that they made in 2018. Yeah, babe, I'm not going to do that. It's very funny, though, because like, you'll see some like truly heinous opinions. And I'm not saying that ours isn't heinous sometimes when you look back on what we thought before. No, the show. I am always right. Except um, for Michael Spack. I was wrong right. about Michael Spack, but all the rest I've been. But you admitted it. I, yeah, I, I, I did a public apology. The thing about this is I, like, I wouldn't feel bad if I came to really like it, if I thought the performance was really good, but I'm not like. Holy, holy shit. No. I'm leaving space to come around to That's this. That's right. Like, I could still come around to it, but I've been giving it a lot of space to come around to it, and I don't know that it's happened yet. And it's strange. In a way that I, like, can't quite remember ever feeling this way before about a song. And it is not an un- un- 
common feeling for me this year. Mm. There's a lot of songs that kind of leave me with a similar feeling of like, I'm ready to come around to it. And some songs I've like started to come around with, but I'm not sure that I really have. And it, where I'm just like, have I actually come around to it? Or have I just like heard it a couple times now? And that's usually what happens to you. So it's, yeah, maybe that's not as different as it normally is. But this year it's hitting me in a, in a different way where I'm just like, I can't really say anything much in the way of like positive nor negative. I think this is good. And if people vote for it, that's fine. It's up to them. That's their prerogative. My hot take is this is fine, actually. Yeah. I do want to say that like we've both been trying to stop biting our nails yeah. right so i've been i've had um, yeah I've, I've been very bad at it these past couple of days yeah, but they're not yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. i squeezed a lemon recently without it hurting for the first time still in waiting, like my life waiting. can anyone listening who has nails and who has had them and it's like experience with having nails uh tell me are they supposed to be completely dirty all the time yeah is it supposed how to be long in your day, are you supposed to dedicate to cleaning underneath your is nails? Is cleaning underneath your nails bad? Like, does it increase... Are you supposed to not do it? Does, it? does it increase the space between your, like, actual finger and your nail where the dirt can go? Am I... Have I been under my nails too often? Is that why the dirt gets under there? It's not like I do any sort of dirty work, but, like, I'll just look at my nails after a few hours and they'll be just, like... Sorry, but it's kind of gross, but there'll be, like, stuff under it, and I'll be like, what the fuck is that? And I'm sure it's just, like, skin, but I'm also like... Why? Why? Is that, does everyone else have this? We we are both I'm like, horrible I... nail biters, but, you know, we've been trying to stop. Yeah. And I've... I'm really, like, for the first time in my life, experiencing long-ish nails... This is also the first time that trying to stop has kind of worked for longer than a month for me. Yeah, um, I, I feel really bad when I like get one down. Yeah, more I'm, I'm like, three okay, I'll, down I'll right to, now, like, which is a lot. Start stopping more, but like it. It's yeah. been going okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So longish nails for the first time in my sure. life. I can't do anything anymore. I can't open cans or lids i can't type on my computer i yeah for the longest time i thought that like certain like fine fine things you need to do with your hands were just impossible for me because i didn't have nails not easier when you have like harder even more difficult yeah so seeing this woman sure it's just not good to me like spiritually Seeing on a spiritual level, seeing on a pseudosensory psycho, yeah, psychosensory level. Psychosensory is a very good word for it. Where I imagine having nails that long, and it makes my soul shiver. Um, How does she send text messages? I can't unlock my phone anymore. Like a crab. Um, when making the categories, this almost went into the category of nailed it, uh, uh, which should give you a hint of no. some more things to expect. Long, long nails. Um, this is just one. 
Also, all my gloves are fucked. Well, yeah, so are mine. I mean, I lost one, and the other one has 17 holes in it. So I'm glad it's March so that I don't really need gloves anymore. Um, but I'm fully ready to forget that I don't have good gloves when, next year when, like, it's November, you know? And I'll be like, oh, shit, I don't have gloves. Well, I'll get you a good pair for your birthday That fucking fit my hands, my huge man hands. Your hands are not that big. I know. That's the problem. I can't find gloves that properly fit because I don't have big man hands, but like you one, don't have dainty woman hands. But either. one size gloves are too small. Unisex gloves for sure too small. So I don't know. Give us your best glove tips. If there's a glove company that wants to sponsor us on this podcast, be our um, guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. So that's our three songs for this episode. We've got Norway, Spain, and uh, France. Which of them do you think will have the easiest time drawing blood? Spain! Mine! Please! Please! Uh, absolutely. Spain's gonna do great. I think so. I think, yeah. Spain's gonna be do so I need, good. I need a little moment to, like, understand it. But, like, I'm, I, I, I do get it now watching it. Like, I haven't really... It's not one where I've been like, oh, I want to hear it over and over again. But now watching it with you, I was like, oh, yeah, this, like, it, it was relatively fresh because I hadn't really, like, rewatched it a lot. It did, like, work for me. So, like, yeah. Um, but, hey, I mean, I love, I Mo- want I love her, Norway, like... too. I really like Queen of Kings. I just don't really know what to do with Evidemo. That's that's kind of it. Yeah. I don't really know what to do with it. I want Spain's, like, thank you for voting video when you vote for her to just be... Um, the Liam Neeson speech from from Taken. Like, I'm coming for you. I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, vote again. What's the next one? The next one is I look around and she's in our living room holding a big knife. And I'm like, yay, vote again. And then she's stabbing me. And I'll be like, please put back our knives. We We have not sharpened them. We haven't sharpened them in a while. We should do that. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this episode. I would like to take a moment to say, um, if you, uh, way back in January, happened to make a uh, an account on the VRT website to vote for Eurosong, um, then pop over there, because I wrote a TV show that's out to watch now on VRT Max. And if you are from Belgium uh, or from the Netherlands, uh, do check it out, because you'll actually understand it. Uh, it's called Kids on the Block. It's um, so nice, I think. It's so good. Guys, um, I can't believe we actually have something to plug this it is time. A, it is a children's uh, show um, with uh, an extremely talented cast of kids. Um, it's yeah, The kids are so good. And they're on the block. So if, if you think you'll understand any of it, go check it out uh, on vrtmax.be. You will probably need an account... <laughs> So what I'm saying is, if you still have it from voting for Shireen in Eurosong, um, then go check it out. Uh, and if you please do, do, and if you do live in Belgium or the Netherlands, please check it out uh, on Wednesdays on Ketnet at uh, 6:40 every Wednesday. Oh my god, my boyfriend's a TV writer. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I'm I'm quite proud of it. And and I'm uh, quite proud proud of you. So I figured I should give that a little plug. 
And with that, we'll leave you for this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for more songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.